back from the African Serengeti, kicking off the new school year in Japan, and coming at you with a brand new episode of the English Teacher John Show, number 57. Welcome to the English Teacher John Show, number 57, our African Safari and Martin Music special episode. My name is John Coons, and I am indeed the host of the English Teacher John Show and our other video and audio podcasts. Right here in the wild savanna of Matsumoto, Japan, I create and produce the video and audio content on our website. Uh, hey, everyone. You know what? I've really missed doing this podcast, and I've missed all of you, our listeners. Yeah, really. Um, I've been out on a few adventures, bouncing around in land cruisers in Kenya and Tanzania, uh, swimming with dolphins in uh, Zanzibar. My holiday in March was really, really something special. Uh, well, now the students here in Japan are back to school. I'm back to work and back in the classroom. And I'm ready to roll. Oh, no. So, get your binoculars ready. No, we're not going to be chasing rhinos, elephants, or buffalo. But we are going to be working together to improve your English language skills. Okay, let me give you all a quick summary of our recent trip to Africa. My wife and I flew from Nagoya, Japan, to Dubai. That's Dubai in the UAE, the United Arab Emirates. Uh, we had about a four-hour layover in Dubai. Then we flew to Nairobi in Kenya, East Africa. I think Nagoya to Dubai was about 10 or 11 hours, and Dubai to Nairobi was maybe five hours or a little bit more. So we had uh, a little bit of flying time to get to Africa from Japan. We hadn't booked any hotels, safaris, or anything else. So we had to kind of organize our thoughts and our trip once we arrived in Nairobi. Uh, anyway, we found a tour company and we did a three-day safari in an area of Kenya called the Masai Mara. Uh, M-A-S-A-I. M-A-R-A. And that is the home of many, uh, many animals and uh, the Masai people. It's their traditional lands. Uh, I think I spent about 20 or 25 hours with my head peeking up through the roof of our land cruiser. Uh, I was just completely gazing in awe at uh, all the elephants, lions, buffalo, gazelles, impala, topi, zebras, cheetahs. And yes, we even saw a leopard um, and a bunch of other animals that I can't remember right now, like baboons. Um, you know, 
I had been dreaming about African wildlife for so many years, and it was really something special uh, to be right there in the middle of it, so close to those wild animals that you can, you know, you can hear them breathing and you can look into their eyes. Uh, my wife and I moved on to Tanzania after Kenya, and Tanzania is just to the south of Kenya, uh, and it's famous for Mount Kilimanjaro and the Serengeti and uh, other great safari places. In Tanzania, we did a four-day safari, and that took us into the Serengeti and also um, the United Nations World Heritage Area that's called the Ngoro Ngoro Crater, N-G-O-R-O, N-G-O-R-O, Ngoro Ngoro. <laughs> Can you say that? Uh, once again, we saw many, many elephants, giraffes, zebras, gazelles, and we especially saw a bunch of hippos and crocodiles, too. Um, one of Africa's most endangered animals is the rhinoceros, and we were very lucky to see six or seven black rhinos in Ngoro Ngoro Crater. Uh, and these were all camping safaris also. So we were camping in tents uh, out in the wild. Yeah, it was a really great experience. After our safari in Tanzania, we took a long bus ride, uh, then a ferry, and we ended up on the island of Zanzibar. Uh, Zanzibar always had such a mystical sound to it. Um, actually, before this trip, I wasn't even sure where it was. But yes, it is in fact a part of Tanzania. And the Zan, the Z-A-N in the name Tanzania, actually stands for Zanzibar. Um, an East African area that was colonized by the Germans and then the British was called Tanganyika. And it gained its independence, I think, in the early 60s. Uh, and shortly thereafter, it merged with Zanzibar. So Tanganyika and Zanzibar became the Republic of Tanzania. And uh, Zanzibar is a wonderful place. The old town uh, is called Stone Town. And uh, it's also a World Heritage Site. Uh, it's a great place to wander these little narrow winding streets uh, and alleys. And you just take in a mix of cultures, African, Arab, Indian, and European. Just a, a great mix of uh, people, culture, food, uh, music, everything you can imagine. Uh, I think the sea is about as crystal clear and blue as anywhere I've ever seen in person or on TV. Just really, uh, really clear water. Uh, I did some scuba diving there, uh, some snorkeling. And uh, Tomoko and I had a great time swimming with dolphins. That was really a wonderful thing to do, uh, to be so close to them. Uh, I posted a few photos on my Flickr account. And uh, Flickr is F-L-I-C-K-R dot com. And my Flickr username is, of course, English Teacher John. No spaces. Okay, well, 
have a look at some of those photos and uh, send me your comments if you like and uh, let me know what you think. All right. Let's move to the show index for today's show number 57. We've got five segments in today's show. Uh, first, we'll talk about a little music news. My good friend Martin Chenal's new CD, Remember to Breathe. Our second segment is our Wikipedia profile, The Serengeti. <laughs> Uh, in segment number three, uh, there will be a couple of idioms. I'll explain a couple of English idioms. After that, in segment four, it's podnobbin. I'll talk about a couple of English learning podcasts that I came across. Finally, we'll wrap up the show with uh, section number five, and that will be uh, quotations, some famous and not so famous quotations. All right, well, let's get on with the show. I have to tell you that I was lucky enough to be at the small cafe recently where uh, Martin played. Uh, this was just last weekend, and it was the first time uh, he had his new CD for sale. Yes, yes, yes. I bought the very first one, serial number one. So uh, I thought we could listen to just a little bit of uh, Martin's music. Uh, let's listen to a bit of the opening track of Martin's debut CD, uh, Remember to Breathe. The title is Remember to Breathe, and the first track is called Try Again. All right, let's listen to a bit of it. stuff. Uh, Martin told me that it took, um, it took him about a year and a half to uh, produce this CD. And I, I know he's always talking about another piece of hardware or software that he needs to improve his uh, home studio. Um, I think it's great to have such a passion and put it in all, you know, put in all the time and effort that it takes to 
write the songs, uh, probably change them, edit them. Uh, probably takes a long time, just the song part. And then the technical project, the recording, mixing, uh, improving the sound quality, making it all sound good. Uh, and then finally, putting it into a form where you can burn it onto a CD. Yeah, great creativity and great work. All right, let's listen to another track from uh, Remember to Breathe by Martin Chenal. And this is track number three, entitled A Night to Remember. I won't play the whole song here, but just enough to give you a taste of it. you uh, enjoyed listening to a little bit of Martin's music um, that's that's the, uh, the end of our music news segment and uh, you can find out more about Martin at his MySpace page and that's myspace.com slash Martin Chenal and that's M-A-R-T-I-N C-H-E-N H-A-L-L check it out All right, coming up next, it's a Wikipedia profile. But first, a little more music from Martin. When you said it's over And I feel it still When I hear that song On the radio singing last goodbye To remember Next segment, it's a Wikipedia profile. In this Wikipedia profile segment, I look at a person or topic from the Wikipedia website and I read directly from it. Today, I'll read from the Wikipedia entry for Serengeti. That's uh, S-E-R-E-N-G-E-T-I. The Serengeti is a 60,000 square kilometer savanna, which lies over Tanzania and Kenya. The biannual migration that occurs there is considered one of the seven tourist travel wonders of the world. The region contains several national parks and game reserves. Its name is derived from the Maasai language and means endless plains. The Serengeti has more than 2 million herbivores and thousands of predators. predators. 
Uh, blue wildebeest, gazelles, zebras, and buffaloes are the animals most commonly found in the region. Uh, the Serengeti hosts the largest and longest overland migration in the world, a biannual occurrence. Around October, nearly 2 million herbivores, and I think they are mostly uh, wildebeest, they travel from the northern hills toward the southern plains, crossing the Mara River in pursuit of the rains. In April, they then return to the north through the west, once again crossing the Mara River. This phenomenon is sometimes called the circular migration. Over 250,000 wildebeests alone will die along the journey from Tanzania to Maasai Mata Reserves in Upper Kenya. I think that's a misprint. It's uh, actually uh, southern, southern Kenya. Uh, a total of 500 miles. Death is often caused by injury, exhaustion, or falling prey to predators such as the big cats of the region. The migration is chronicled in the 1994 documentary film Africa, the Serengeti. Uh, the area is also home to the Ngorogoro Conservation Area, which contains the Olduvai Gorge, where some of the oldest hominid fossils are found, as well as the Ngorogoro Crater, the world's largest unbroken volcanic caldera. Okay, well, that's a little bit about the Serengeti from the Wikipedia website. Um, I hope you learned something about it. That's uh, Tanzania's Serengeti National Park, uh, a place which I recently visited. Uh, as always, with the uh, Wikipedia profile, uh, you can find that text at wikipedia.org. And Serengeti is S-E-R-E-N-G-E-T-I. Photos, photos. If you'd like to see some photos of Africa, my photos, uh, including many photos of, uh, of the Serengeti from the Serengeti, Serengeti National Park, uh, you can find them on Flickr, F-L-I-C-K-R dot com. So it's uh, flickr.com slash photos slash English teacher John. My Flickr name is English Teacher John. Well, have a look and enjoy those. Uh, coming up next, it's time for a couple of idioms. You are listening to, and I hope learning from, the English Teacher John Show. It's idiom time, and I'd like to keep with our safari theme today. Well, uh, kind of. Uh, our first idiom is a fish out of water. Or as many Americans would probably say it, a fish out of water. Uh, hey, I love exercise, but a friend took me to this TV watchers convention. I felt like a fish out of water. Like a fish out of water. Yes, I felt strange and maybe uncomfortable because I was in an unfamiliar place or situation 
with uh, unfamiliar people that I didn't have anything in common with. Uh, Susan and Jim live in the countryside, but they had to spend a month in the big city with the noise, crowds, traffic, and bright lights. They were like a couple of fish out of water. A couple of fish out of water. Yeah, they were with an unfamiliar group of people or in an unfamiliar or even undesirable place or situation. A fish out of water. Okay, now let's move to our second idiom. Monkey business. Uh, Let's see. Our neighbors don't have jobs, but they just bought two brand new cars. Hmm, I think there's a little monkey business going on. Monkey business. Do you think it means honest behavior? No. It means that something doesn't sound right or doesn't make sense. Like maybe there's something dishonest, illegal. Or fraudulent going on. Uh, The owner just took out a big insurance policy on his new restaurant. And then it burns down a few months later? Really? Sounds like a little monkey business to me. Monkey business. After a little Martin music, we will be podnobbing. Let's do some pod nobbin. This is a look at some recent podcast episodes, and those are especially English learning podcasts. We call it Podnobbin. Okay, let's take a look at Business English Pod, and that's at businessenglishpod.com. Episodes BEP 40 ADV and BEP 41 ADV. Uh, Those are both called job interviews. Uh, The duration of these two MP3 podcasts is about 20 minutes each. Uh, I think you'll find some good examples of language to use in a job interview. Uh, The level of English is definitely pretty high. And that uh, businessenglishpod.com website also has some videos about business English. So these are episodes 40 and 41. All right, have a listen uh, to those. Uh, From Podnobbin, our second selection is uh, the ESL Allowed podcast. And that's at uh, esl.libsyn.com. Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N, esl.libsyn.com. And the topic was... uh, The ING form of verbs used as nouns. Uh, 
the the ES, ESL Allow podcast. Um, yeah, they put out a, a recent episode, and it's uh, you can find good information, a good a grammar lesson. This is a kind of grammar lesson uh, using the ing, talking about the ing form of verbs, um, making the verb a noun, and the grammar term for that is gerund, g e r. U-N-D. We call that a gerund. Uh, the episode I listened to is uh, number 18. Uh, it's about 10 minutes long, and it's definitely aimed at lower-level English learners. Okay, well, that's the ESL Allowed podcast at esl.libsyn.com. So the first one, the business English, was talking about job interviews, and the second one, talking about using the ing form of verbs. Okay, you can definitely learn some things from those two. Um, you can find links to these Podnobbin podcasts on our website at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. All right, next up, it's some famous or maybe not so famous quotations. This is segment five, and it is famous quotations, or maybe not so famous quotations. Uh, as today's show has a little bit of an African theme, uh, we will start with a couple of African proverbs. Uh, the first one, only a fool tests the depth of the water with both feet. Only a fool tests the depth of the water with both feet. And the second one, do not look where you fell, but where you slipped. Do not look where you fell, but where you slipped. Okay, well, this is uh, away from Africa, but uh, a naturalist. Uh, this quote is from Edward Abbey, A-B-B-E-Y, an American writer, naturalist, and a little bit of an activist and agitator. <laughs> Uh, he lived from 1927 to 1989. So, no, he is not African, but he's right. He, he wrote a lot about uh, the wild areas and animals and uh, flora and fauna, the, uh, the plants and trees as well as animals. He was a great uh, naturalist. Uh, Edward Abbey, uh, I read many of his books, and I was happy to come across his name uh, recently, looking for these, uh, researching these quotes. Uh, Edward Abbey said, Wilderness is not a luxury, but a necessity of the human spirit. Wilderness is not a luxury, but a necessity of the human spirit. And another quotation from Edward Abbey, you can't study the darkness by flooding it with light. You can't study the darkness by flooding it with light. 
Okay, well, uh, should we turn a little bit political, as I like to do sometimes? Uh, Kwame Nkrumah was, uh, he lived from 1909 to 1972. He was the founder and first president of modern Ghana in Africa. That's Kwame Nkrumah. Uh, Regarding neocolonialism, he said, Africa is a paradox which illustrates and highlights neocolonialism. Her earth is rich, yet the products that come from above and below the soil continue to enrich not Africans predominantly, but groups and individuals who operate to Africa's impoverishment. Yeah, that's a long one, and it's a political one uh, relating to all of the colonialism that was in Africa for so many years and has had and continues to have such an effect on their uh, development and their cultures, their economies. Uh, So this is Kwame Nkrumah. He once again said, Africa is a paradox, a paradox which illustrates and highlights neocolonialism. Her earth is rich, yet the products that come from above and below the soil continue to enrich not Africans predominantly, but groups and individuals who operate to Africa's impoverishment. Uh, yeah, a bit. <laughs> that that that's a that's that's a bit of a tough one. I think you're going to have to come and and look at the transcript and 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 think about that one. Uh, one more of his quotes, which is a bit uh, more concise, a bit shorter, and uh, maybe more to the, yeah, just a bit shorter and clearer. Uh, he said, "We face neither east nor west; we face forward." I really like that one. One more time. We face neither east nor west. We face forward. And uh, obviously talking about uh, Africa there. Uh, the websites where I get these quotes uh, include Bartleby.com slash quotations. That's uh, B-A-R-T-L-E-B-Y.com. That's a great free reference site for all things English. Uh, also, uh, Brainy Quote. BrainyQuote.com, Quotationspage.com, and ThinkExist.com, T-H-I-N-K-E-X-I-S-T.com. Okay, well, that's it for quotations. Okay, I think it's about time to wrap up this episode number 57. Uh, You can find links uh, from this episode... Uh, and some transcripts on our My English blog. And that's also a place where you can post your comments and suggestions. Our blog and all of our video and audio podcasts, more transcripts, other language help, and more are at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Our email address is podcast at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Uh, Also, you can leave us a voicemail message on Skype. Uh, My Skype ID is English Teacher John. And as I mentioned before, if you would like to see some photos of Africa, including many photos of uh, 
the Serengeti in Tanzania and uh, the Maasai Mara in Kenya. Uh, also Zanzibar. You can see those photos at my Flickr area. Um, and that is Flickr.com, F-L-I-C-K-R, Flickr.com slash photos slash English teacher John. All right. Well, a big thanks to Martin Chennault. He is our one and only music man. And, uh, well, one and only for now. <laughs> Maybe we will get some more uh, people to contribute some music. But uh, Martin is certainly our top music man and our favorite. Uh, you can check out his MySpace page. And that's at myspace.com slash Martin Chennault. M-A-R-T-I-N-C-H-E-N. N-H-A-L-L. Uh, thanks for listening to the English Teacher John Show. My name is John Coons. Have a great week. Mm, the little one They look to us with their eyes And they try to learn what's right from what's wrong to learn from us but how can we teach when we don't even learn ourselves why oh why can't we learn from what goes wrong you can see it's not so very